to a brand new episode of threes from the ring and this is your boy chris j none other and all i want to say is roman reigns countered the the kalisto's finisher the serena del sol and embarrassed me and i was hurt but it is what it is um of course i got my g bro from the from from the church, from life, whatever, <laughs> on here, Trail Sav. Uh, what's proper? Uh, I won that match, by the way, because I beat Roman Reigns whatever move TJP uses. The bootleg yeah. go to sleep. <laughs> That's what it is. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I also welcome to our Spotify listeners. So this is just so you guys know, if you are listening, if... Or if you are new to listen to us on Spotify, we are officially on Spotify. So much love uh, to Spotify. We're on there now. We legit. So we're moving on up in the world. So appreciate you guys. So make sure you do follow the No Chill Media page on Spotify just as much as I want you to follow it on SoundCloud. So so at, th- at this point, mugs don't have no excuse not to listen to us. But, but we appreciate the support from you guys on Spotify as well because that's just going to boost us up even to greater heights. But let's go right into it. So now we are in NBA Finals mode, and we have the Warriors versus the Raptors, G. And all I'm going to say is if I, if we was to talk about like two weeks ago, if this was going to be the Finals, I probably would have said no. I think we was at this. We was literally agreed that it was going to be Bucks versus Warriors. But Not we. Not okay. we. Because okay. I, said, I said Toronto. Oh. Okay. Even on the last podcast, I believe I said, if I said Toronto, I I did not see Greek Freak in the finals. Now, I mm. probably swayed a little bit, you know, saying this nigga Greek Freak is a, a monster, but I didn't see, I didn't see that nigga. Nah, heck, you know. Nah, nah, okay. nah. Well, but if I, I did I, say, if I did say Milwaukee and I'm captain right now, I apologize. But, like, I, I nah, 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 nah. All right, nah. well, I know for I a fact. I did say we was going to go seven. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, I think we were both adamant that it was gonna go seven. But um But I definitely know last episode the time that we recorded last episode, I think I was still believing that the uh Bucks was gonna win the series. I think I said because it was two two last week when we were recording and I was like, yo, um the Bucks might end up winning the next two uh games or whatever. And I was dead wrong about that. The Bucks I mean the Raptor said F that and uh Taking Ooh. over, and then last night Kawhi was like <laughs> all over Greek Freak's face, and all over the Bucks' face, and proceeded to just Ooh. laugh his way to the finals, sending the to Toronto Raptors to their first ever NBA Finals ever. So, 
it's safe to say that Kawhi is prob is the best Raptor of all time. So uh, Vince Carter, well, you know, Vince Carter is probably the most legendary Raptor, like in terms of just like his influence on the team, the franchise, even the country. But like Kawhi is is easily the best Raptor of all time now, off solely yeah. off this accomplishment, solely off this accomplishment. But um, let's go into before we get into uh, the finals preview. So uh, I think the Blazers didn't get swept by the time we did last episode, but. So we didn't get a chance to really go into detail on them, but um, but we'll talk about what's next for the Blazers and the Bucks uh, before we get into the finals. Let's talk about the Bucks since it's more fresh to us. L, yeah, they in a situation in which they can't pay everybody that made that team successful. Agreed. So um, you got unrestricted free agent and Brook Lopez, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton got to play an option. He's not going to take that. Uh, Let me look real quick. Let's see. I think Brogdon is unrestricted. No, and I Brogdon's going to be restricted, I think. Contract. Let's see. Malcolm Brogdon's contract. Let's see here. Come on, hurry up and load. All right. Malcolm Brogdon. No, he has. Oh, wait. Yep. 2019 restricted free agent. Ooh. So uh, uh, it's it's tough for them because uh, they gotta give Brogdon enough money to, for him not to get pursued by the Sacramento Kings. Um, then you gotta pay Brook Lopez because Brook Lopez is worth something. Mm-hmm. So you gotta pay him, and then you gotta let Miritic walk. But that was the guy who who you got you you needed shots from. So. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. They're in a situation where that team will not be the same. There's going to be no free agents coming to Milwaukee. I'm sorry, just none of the marquee ones right now. None, not none, none of them. But yeah, I, I, I this is it's the crazy situation for them right now. Agree. They're in a tough situation because a lot of key players are free agents, and. Even in trade deadline, they went in with an all-in approach with this season of like, okay, we're good enough to make the finals. And like, I like me myself, like I wasn't expecting the Bucks to go this far, but you, this still is a very accomplished season. But this is also, yeah, yeah definitely like one of their best seasons in a long time. Like I would say since probably the Ray Allen. Yeah, the Ray Allen days will probably have been their most successful. Or probably Michael Red era. But yeah, probably definitely I think the Ray Allen and uh Glenn Robinson uh era was probably they like this has probably been their best. So like I don't think they're gonna be the same. Like they they definitely gonna figure out what to do. And uh on Twitter somebody brought up a very valid point. Anthony Davis did say the Bucks is a preferred spot for him. Okay, but what they gonna do to? Okay, hear me out. Now hear me out. Okay, like I like David Griffin said, if he's going to trade AD, he wants a All Star level player. Chris Middleton filled that one void right there. Sign and trade. He got a sign and trade. 
Like literally, like the Pelicans have nothing to lose. They might, they don't, they wouldn't mind giving him a max. It'd be a horrible okay. max. Okay, look, 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 look. When they say All Star player, they're not talking about Chris Middleton. They talk about a nigga who started or a potential starter. Chris Middleton will never be a starting okay. All Star. I hear you. Like that's not worth it. I That'd hear you. Be, that, that would literally rob them. You mean to tell me that? You mean to tell me that? Boston, a pick for the Boston trade is better than that. That's true. That's true. But if you have like Chris Middleton, you throw Brogdon in there, and you just give a ton of picks and hope for the best. Like, you at least got to at least fight for it at this point because if if the rumors that immediately popped up, which is, I feel, much of a, it's comical, that literally like five, barely five minutes after the game ended, they said, Yo, if this team doesn't do nothing in 2020, uh, Giannis ain't taking the Supermax, which, for one, I'm calling it BS. Because yeah, he's going to be the highest paid player of all like time. G- ever. Like, G, the home. man is going to have 40 mil, 40 mil, then jumps to 50 million, G. I'm taking yeah. that bread, G. Sorry. Like, shoot, I, that, like, leave it to them to figure it out. I'm be that damn dominant where I could carry a team to. In the East, at least. Like, you know, the East is getting way better, but I feel like regardless, Giannis can have a LeBron-esque run, especially depending on how things change in this free agency. So, for all we know, the East may freaking go back to normal, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like, that's why I'm not buying much into it. But e- even if you're the Bucks, you want to at least let Giannis know, like, we give a damn. Like, we give a damn enough. Well, here, we give you Anthony Davis. We'll find a bunch of shooters or a bunch of young motherfuckers to put around y'all and let y'all cook. Y'all figure it out. That's that's just me. Like, they like. do I think they're going to get Anthony Davis? Probably they're in the lower end of the spectrum. But if, but at the same time, the Pelicans hold all the chips when it comes to it at the end of the day. So, like, if they don't want to go with young guys, they can at least get proven players at least. To put around like you want to be fake competitive in the West, then do that. Be be my guest. But would it be the best package? Hell no. That's just me looking at it. But they have to figure out who they want to pick. Like, do you want to give Chris Middleton dang near max money or max him out? I'll, you'd be foolish to give him that money. I'm sorry. Like I will, I will. If I'm the owner, I would look at the gym funny. Be like, what are you doing? Tweaking. And then Brockton, I feel like you have to keep. Like, I feel like Brockton has potential to be better than um, Chris Middleton. Like, I feel like he has potential to be better. He's a way better shooter. I think he was 50, he shot 50, 40, 90 this year. So, like, that's a yeah. that's a feat in itself. Like, and, like, he may not be an all-star player doing it right now, but, and the only other non-all-star to do it was Jose Calderon, but Jose Calderon just did the bare minimum and, you know, what happened to him, fuck him. But Chris Middleton, I mean, uh, Brockton has potential to be an all-star with Giannis on his team. Like, I wouldn't be mad at a Chris. I mean, Brockton being Giannis number two if you lose um, Middleton. And plus, he's a better defender as well. Um, Brooke Lopez, I feel like you got to see. You, you don't have to work something out with him. You have to keep him. Like, he is the perfect center you to put with Giannis. Especially until Giannis gets a, I would say, becomes a streaky enough shooter where it's like, okay. Whereas, like, you can trust them without of forcing a, a, a jump shooting center on the team. Um, 
Damn, Cavs owner, breaking news, Cavs owner Dan Gilbert hosp is hospitalized with stroke symptoms. So uh, pray for, prayers for Dan Gilbert, man. That's um, That would be pretty tough right there. That's That would be a, yeah. that's a tough situation. So, um, so mm -hmm. prayers for Dan Gilbert right there because strokes are very serious. I know my father suffered a stroke, so... Um, but yeah, so, but moving on, uh, but yeah, like they have to go all in and try to do whatever you can to entice Giannis to stay like bit, like you may lose Chris Middleton, but you could turn Chris Middleton to like probably two solid good players if you recruit yeah. properly. So that's my thing. And if, if you were smart, also flip Eric Bledsoe, flip him quickly and immediately expeditiously because <laughs> whoa man fake first team all defense g that that is still a shock to me but hey it is what it is but um yeah the bucks i think the i think they're still gonna be a solid team in the east i feel like they're still gonna be top three solely off Giannis the Giannis effect so i'm not that concerned about them but they have to be very they have to play their cards right they have to play their cards right All right, so let's move on to the Blazers who got Hold swept. on, I would say we, we oh, should talk about like talking about like the the reason you feel that the Bucks lost, other than the fact that Kawhi is a demon. Um, like, what's the reason you feel? Oh yeah, that's like the uh, reason I feel, and I think it's the consensus of everybody is like, Giannis got one move, and yeah, they just called... trap that one move. He get most of his points off transition. Because literally no one can stop him off transition, and they just they just proceeded to stop him, and that I think that itself is something the Bucks need to look at the bump, whoever like, and this is the thing with Maxes right, and I think I, I don't know if I said this last week, but like Scotty said on the jump, people shouldn't just get max max contract because they're your best player. I, I'm that I think that's a, a dumb thing right now, G. Cause like one, you put your you putting the team in a situation where they can't win anymore. Even you give them a max contract, you put them you put them in a situation where they can't build. Like OKC is stuck. Until something magically happened with the NBA and they can they can get more people, OKC is stuck. Mm -hmm. No matter what, OKC is not going to win a ring with that team unless they do some trades, stuff like that. But then that means you traded Paul George or Russell Westbrook. So at this moment, I'm like, give the Giannis the max when he only has one. I don't care if he is. The best player in the world. Give you the honest to Matt when he only has one move. It's stupid. Now next year, if he take his game to a level like unseen, then yes, give Giannis all the money, right? But I'm not so much of hurting because one of two things is gonna happen. Either you're stuck with a dude who who's gonna keep you in contention in the East, and he's just going to be another great buck, or he's going to leave, and you can rebuild all over again. Which one do you want? 
Because teams like, like that's the same thing with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons shouldn't sniff any money until he learned how to hit a jump shot. Like, binding people with these max contracts, you're binding the team just because you don't want this person to go and potentially beat you so well. Well, guess what? They gonna either you either gonna lose because they with you or they without you. They not with you, G. You is gonna either lose because Chris Paul is on your team or he's not on your team. Either way it goes, the Rockets is not beating the Warriors. So, I I think going back to the game, what made Toronto such better is so better is one one, Piasco Siakam handles is under freaking rated. I just under like bro, just watch Pascal. Sauce niggas up, G. He sauces niggas up. Um, one Kawhi Leonard is not affected by missing shots. He 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 literally be like, okay, I missed that one. I'm still gonna go crazy. I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna go. Some stars after they miss their first three shots, they just be like, okay, I'm gonna chill. Okay, I'm gonna draw a foul from James Harden. Kawhi just keep freaking going. Um, uh, benching Danny Green. Was the best thing Nick Nurse did that whole entire game. Something was drastically wrong with Danny Green, like bad, and it it, it shows. Um, Fred Van Fleet having a kid and made him like a, a monster. So shout out to, to him and just the fact. And this is what I mean by like, you can put all the money into this max contract player. But make sure you set a team up around him that has people who can enhance that, right? They're going to give this max contract or offer this max contract to Kawhi, right? Uh He has a team around him that can get him a chip. You got Serge Ibaka. You got Marcus for the rest of his contract. You got got Kyle Lowry for the foreseeable future. You got, I think, Van Fleet is a restricted. No, Van Fleet already got his money. And then, yeah, I think he got his money already. All the, all the other people are serviceable and replaceable. And he also got surge. And Pascal money, uh, Pascal restriction ain't come up yet. So they're going to give him this money, and they're in a great situation. So a chance they will always be able to compete. You give Greek Freak this money, two years, you give Dame this money, it's over. That's all she wrote. And that's why I like I don't I don't think the I think the max contract is under. And I believe I believe like the the teams, the owners and stuff when the next CBA comes around, like the owners are gonna be like, I'm tired of this max contract stuff. Cause yeah, it keeps people in the city, but that's a double edged sword because it keeps people in the city. I hear you. And nobody the max is the was the owner's way. They they invented the super max. I was the players is like, Okay, you speaking to us now. Like so, the on like, and then if you get rid of the max, you're gonna have to get rid of the salary cap. Like that's the only way it will benefit the owners is they have they gonna have to do what baseball does. You have to get rid of uh the salary cap, and then at this point, all oh, hell gonna break loose when it comes because if there's no salary cap, there's no max. So then that means mugs like Le- like let's just say I don't know when the CBA is over with. Yeah, let's just say when it's so, time uh, for Zion G. And let's just say Zion is where we think he's going to be. He already like, got two MVPs and a rookie of the year. And uh, he already got two MVPs and a rookie of the year. Already, already in the conference finals. Yeah. 
Zion going to be touching like 60 mil a year. <laughs> and that's just, oh, we're just being hypothetical. That's, that's you somebody a little bit more. Like Baseball contracts be like 10 years. Like yeah, 10 years but like, like and that's just to keep the money, you know, like so yeah. don't get too out of hand. But like, but yeah, like somebody like Zion, if he meets the hype they're supposed to be, 60 mil a year. Or I'm trying to think of somebody who is like really up and coming. Like, let's use Joel Embiid. Like, Joel Embiid stays healthy, wins an MVP, gets a ring, or at least they make the finals and stuff like that, and continues to be like the best center in the league. Shit, 50, 60, 70 million a year. And he's healthy? Cool. Jokic. Oh my God, that's going to be a scary ass contract. Luca. So like just and that's just thinking of like who like the next crop of talent if like when it comes to the max and the potentials of the super max, but like the owners did this to keep their best players and at the same time, like when you think of the best players, most of the best players already like have really good shoe deals. So like they don't care about staying if you're if I'm not winning why should I stay? Exactly. It's like I could like literally Nike's giving me like 10, 20 mil a year. I could remake that money. I could do X, Y, and Z with Gatorade or any other my other endorsements. I don't need yeah, like I could make up the money I'm about to lose just off endorsements possibly. Or like or just stuff I'm doing on the side and stuff. Like if you into investments and stuff. That's like Man, I, I don't get on a business side, but but you, you see what I, you see what I mean by yeah. this is it's you in a lose lose situation, like because like come on G, you think Greek Freak as big as he is, do you see him for, saying my foreseeable future is in Milwaukee? Not really, because it's gonna get so, to a point where, like, because he it's already slowly happening. Because he's in commercials. Like, the NBA is turning him into the face of the league. Like, you seeing him, like, he's getting brought up. He's getting topics on first take dedicated solely because of him. He's getting commercials and stuff like that. Like, you seeing it slowly happen. And so, it's like, it gives you that idea of, like, yo, okay, this is who's about to be the face of the league for at least the next two, three years until we see what happens with Zion. But, like, Giannis is getting that pick already. Like, look at the All-Star. Like, the man, I think, had the most votes for most of the, for most of it. So, mm-hmm. so like, you got to think about it. Like, And the league is playing it smart because that's a foreign player. He's from Greece. He has Africa ties as well. So, it's just like, <laughs> you, like you're getting a, a special international talent who can be the face of your league. He knows English. So it's just like, you can sell that. And then one, and then like, he's going to realize it because like after LeBron retires, he's about to be the face of Nike or him or Zion, but he's going to be your immediate face for uh, Nike. So Nike's Ooh. probably already threw him the bag. So he's going to get money off shoes alone. He has a very simplistic shoe that's going to appeal to people. Like, after looking at it, it's appealing. Like, would I hoop in them? No. But 
they're appealing enough where it's like, okay, they're going to sell. He's going to make money off shoes. And once he gets like a team around him who cares about his well-being in terms of business aspects, or once he gets into the business side of things, gee, like he ain't going to really, like the Supermax ain't going to be enticing. It's more like, yo, I care more about my NBA legacy. Like, am I able to win here? Do you guys care about winning here? And that's what I mean, like, that's when I say, like, because Anthony Davis turns it down. Yep. But also, like, that's what I mean. It's a double-edged sword because if they don't want to be here, they're going to be here, right? And mm-hmm. also, you get put in a situation like Washington. Now you have to trade Bradley Bill. Because the person, the person you gave a super max to ain't going to be here next season. Mm-hmm. You got, got, I'm pretty sure they got more bogus contracts. So, like, what do you do? You give that if you if you Jordan, you offer Kimba the Supermax, and now you have Kimba Walker and nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a double edged sword. And plus, you're not in a very dope city. Like Charlotte's not that dope. Like I've never been in Milwaukee, but um, Kenny's been there. It's it's more of a city life there, I'm sure. It's like she mentions it's a decent city life. And plus, you're not far from Chicago, so you could do things. So, like, you're a little hour road trip away from doing, having fun, if you want more exciting shit in the city. But, yeah, it is a double-edged sword, and, like, organizations have to think about it. And it's going to be interesting in what happens when it comes to it. Like, it's going to be interesting when his contract comes up. Because, like, regardless... He's going to get a max. Like, I get your point, like, you, why you wouldn't, but he's still a top three player without moves. Like, people said the same thing about LeBron, and then he, he over time, got more moves. So, but it's not like, he's not in a Ben Simmons type situation because you at least know Giannis has a, some a variety to his offensive game. And then you know he's working on it. You know he's working on it. That's the difference. You know Giannis is in the summer working. And I don't even think he's going to do FIBA. I don't, well, I don't think Greece is good enough to even qualify for FIBA. So he's good. Like, Do you want to do FIBA? No. Call Zeus. Uh, <laughs> call right. my brother. So that's good with that. Call my you brother. You know another thing? A lot, a lot of talking about... That'd be good for uh, a little bit, but he falls out, and now the team who got him could be no free part two. Um, you know, I know a lot of people talk about DeRozan and how sad nigga Dwayne Casey got a feeling too. <laughs> Dwayne <laughs> Casey has to feel one a nigga named Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, man, I did ah! <laughs> I am <laughs> suffering. It's hard to take. Now, I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not saying that he's a bad coach, but Musaji Yuri, whatever that nigga is, a better GM because he saw all this. Yeah, he took a chance, right here, he bro. He took. A, he became a villain for all of but a week. Like, well. For half a year, because it took time for us to realize that the reason the Rockets want to go to a final, like. But in last thing on the Rockets, this just show in the Raptors. This just shows that why is a 
like elite l e e l i t like this there's when we say top three, Giannis ain't there. Bron's still there. And then it's KD. Like, then it's everybody else you can have a finger. Like, he's better than AD. He's better than, he's way better. We just showed that. He's the best two-way player since who? Jordan. Even sociopath Bron would have he was on defense, bro. Like, what this man can do on a bum leg. Most people can't do why KD is out. Mm-hmm. James Harden, like he's it, it's crazy. And if I'm the Raptors, the the you gotta you gotta find a way to make this nigga like you know in love with the spot. You have to you have to find a way to make this nigga scream and well that that sounds horrible, but you know. Happy to be part of Toronto because bump the country. You see that video yesterday, niggas posted. Yeah, Kawhi's sister was on Instagram. Yeah, his I, I, people saying that was his uncle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And look, like, if I'm LeBron, no, if I'm a uh, Rich Paul, I'd be like, look, man, do you really need that nigga? Look, <laughs> you can stay in this country and run things, and th- just let me run things. No, we're not Rich Paul. I mean Drake. Literally. <laughs> Drake tied send send the Jamaican goons, ting that man up, make him disappear. He'll come back around after free agency. Next thing you know, Kawhi's signed to a max <laughs> and to, uh, for the Raptors for the next five years. <coughs> like literally, because I just it, like will I be shocked if Kawhi leaves? Not really, win or lose, but like. I don't think his family, especially his uncle, is thinking like, "Gee, you you're share, you're sharing L.A. with LeBron, the Lakers, the future of the Lakers, and then the Clippers." In that order, yeah. like you are like four in the in that equation, because you'll be bigger than the Clippers, but you're not bigger than LeBron. You're not bigger than the Lakers. Win or lose, you're not bigger than the Lakers. The young guy's going to get hella love. And then it's you. Then it's the Clippers. Do you want to be four or three? No. They have a whole country, G. It's you and Drake in that order. In that <laughs> order. you It's you and Drake. And Drake is literally a worldwide phenom. So it's like, it's like, it's nothing wrong being number two to Drake. It's different being a number two to LeBron. Even worse to be number three to a front whole franchise. So yeah. it's like, like, gee, I, like, think. Like, think. And then you it's not like. Thinking. Exactly. Like, gee, it's, it makes no sense to, like, compete. And then it's like, Kawhi doesn't have a personality, G. Like, I don't. That's why, like, if you go, like, with L.A., you have to endure some shit. You can't just disappear and not play games in L.A., G. You can't. Like, if you're going to go to the Clippers, be my guest. But if you're going to be on the Lakers, just disappear and go with the Lakers, G, and play with LeBron, G. Because LeBron going to get a bucket of blame, even though they're going to find ways to blame everybody else. But that's just fans more than anybody. But LeBron's always going to get the blame on the big on the big wide view of things. So, But if he was smart, you stay your ass up there in Toronto, G. You have a whole country. Yeah. 
You have as a whole much as country. Wanna, as much as I want to see Kawhi and LeBron, I just don't think it will ever work. Me neither. Not just I can care less about the stuff. I think even the players laugh at the media when they think like unless you're like somebody like KD and that's not a knock for KD actually cares what people think. I don't. Like at this at this point, and I believe it's bigger than than any time or whatever in any era. Like big as I count rings at an astronomical rate. Like that's all they count. James Harden now every time James, James Harden will have a forty next year. We're gonna say this nigga can't beat the Warriors. Yeah. Like so, mm-hmm. it it's I don't think Kawhi is going. It would my God is gonna be crazy. If he do, if I'm KD, I was like, let me go ahead and stay on the boys then. But it's just, it's just amazing to see, man. It really is. Yeah, it really is. So let's move it. on. Let's like, briefly wait, talk oh, about Blazers garbage. Yeah, it's I don't, with the Blazers. Is really nothing you can do. It's really not much. Like they got to hold that L too. Like you couldn't you win one. You, you couldn't win one. And y'all consistently You're in the situation. Choked. But don't don't say y'all. Game of, I, I, See, yeah, CJ. CJ who? And then it's okay. We could say one thing. Um, that coach needed a dialogue because every time, every time CJ is a smidgen of being hot, he takes he, he runs the office through Dane. Uh-huh. and there's no for that. But nothing. Else. I, I that's the only thing I got to take away. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. Like they're in a tough situation. Y'all have the right to give Dame that money, but will I give Dame all that goddamn money? <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> no. Like, Dame Dame is good. Top three point guard in the league right now. But, nah, G. Like, you'll be a legit, a whole ass clown if you give Dame all that money. Mm-hmm. And Dame is good. Like, we're not saying Dame is a horrible player. He, does, he deserves a max. He don't deserve super max, though, G. That's my thing. Like, Y'all already struggling to get by and all of that. Y'all had the best season y'all ever had as well. Do you want to corrupt that even mm-hmm. more? Think about that. But let's go ahead and give our finals uh look into the finals real quick. So, like, it's Warriors versus Raptors. Um, starts uh, Thursday, so recorded on Sunday. So we got a few days and all of that. But, um... So it's good. It's good for the Raptors because Kawhi gets the rest, and the Raptors played smart because they finished that series quickly, so mm-hmm. they can get some rest because it's a diff and like it's a difference because now you can rest today, you get to spend time with family on Memorial Day, and then proceed to uh, rest and just practice, view film of these niggas the next couple of days instead of having to play on Monday. Then you have two days to just even figure something out. So, like, you get some unwinding and all of that. And then you're not as rusty as the Warriors is about to be because I think they literally getting a whole week and a half off. So, but, um, and also, I didn't know the Raptors had home court. That's. Yeah, the Warriors, Warriors had a kind of a mid, whatchamacallit. Regular season. Not a mid, regular for season. For their standards. Yeah, for their standards. Hey, that still. It's a dialogue to me and Susan. It's still getting number one in the West. I know people like to talk about the weak East, but 
the Warriors made the West week. Like they was able to get the number one in the regular season games that they didn't even care about. Mm-hmm. So that speaks value. Um, but yeah, they got that's gonna be. Um, I think the one of the X factors. Raptors, if they could try to win it, um, because the reason I say that is because uh, coming back, now you're literally traveling across the whole entire country back and forth. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the Raptors, they used to it throughout exactly. the whole entire season. Warriors don't; they usually stay in California most of the. Time. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see. Also, uh, I honestly prediction on the game amount because I just want to enjoy it. Because if I get a prediction, I'll be rooting for a team and I'll be hurt. Um, I honestly just want to enjoy this in a moment. I got a question for you. Or you get what you if Kawhi win is he the best player in the league? Like I was thinking about this for a minute, like even after uh the game last night, and he has he will have a very legitimate um case, like a very legit case. Like and th- and especially like if anything, I would say it puts some top three guaranteed. Like it, like he's undisputed top three. Because at this point, you can flip, like you can literally put Bron, KD, Kawhi in any order. Right now, yeah, especially right. Yeah, but like, well, if, I still give KD the edge as a player in the league. Yeah, because of what he. The the reason people probably doubt KD now because of the success without him. But you're literally saying both of. We switch it from our primary shooter, KD, to Steph Curry. So, the Rockets exactly. situation. There. But I give the edge to KD because KD just, with the yeah, arrow KD's of the year, he gets, he gets buckets legit every mm-hmm. Um But um, if he, why pulls this off? Even if, like, say for instance, KD, come back unless it's a game five. I can totally see the Bucks try to sweep that. The Raptors. The Raptors try to sweep There, go upstairs! I can definitely see them trying to sweep that joint, G. Um, because when you look at it, they have the team. They have to, like, like people were like, well, they had nothing. They will have nothing for a Greek, right? What would Greek freak? What will the Bucks have for the Warriors? Because like the Bucks, the Bucks blew leads, and that's that's number uno against the Warriors. Right? You don't blow leads. You could you could blow. The funny thing is, you could blow a lead to the still lose to the team, right? <laughs> you don't blow a lead against the Warriors. Because they will make you pay. Toronto not going to do that. So Toronto could. Very, that's what I'm saying. Like Toronto, I have a feeling Toronto will win. 
I know everybody saying Warriors six, uh, Warriors in five. Warriors. Toronto has a chance to win because if KD doesn't play the first game, you get the momentum. If he doesn't play the first three games, you you have a chance to probably take two. You they got to go back to Toronto eventually. They can do it, G. Uh, it's going to be crazy to see. That's why I'm not giving a prediction. Cause I just want to be in awe if Kawhi pulled this off, like and totally in awe. I want to just man. I just see one of the greatest things in NBA history. Nobody think he would get it anyway. Type situation. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know who I who I go. Yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a situation to say if Kawhi beats these niggas. Uh-huh. Is he the best player? I think it would make him the best player because nobody else could do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else would be able to do it. And I don't know why we don't contest anyway because it's two way, you know, thing. But I understand Brown and KD is um, taking off the game. So what do you what do you feel like? Theory? Do it one. Who do you feel is gonna win? Do you like like me or not? But also. Got the the X back for you. So, like for me, I it's like the Warriors is always the safe pick, but it's just something special about this Raptors team where it's just like they got heart, they yeah. have heart. And I was looking at the regular season. I know it don't mean much, especially because the Raptors teams had slight changes. Um. But, like, they beat them in both regular season games. The first game, uh, KD had 51. Nigga <laughs> had 51. But um, then they won, and the Raptors won in overtime. And then uh, the second game, the Raptors ran them off the court. But the first game, Steph didn't play. And then yeah. the game that Steph did play, they ran them out the gym. So, um, and Kawhi didn't play that game, so they never really played each other like a hundred percent healthy until now. But like, I'm gonna give the Raptors a bigger shot than I would the uh, Bucks because I feel like the Buck the the Warriors are so smart defensively that there was they wasn't gonna continue to let Giannis like they would have figured them out like how the Raptors figured out uh the Bucks. Especially a lot easier because they're like people forget that the Warriors is probably one of the best defensive minded teams in the league, especially when they're focused. And this is a championship team and they're in the finals again, so they're focused. So like with the Raptors, they, they have heart, they play defense, and almost everybody on this team right now is confident in their in what they gotta do now. The only question mark is Danny Green, but we can argue that Finals Danny Green is a form. Oh my God, I'm not. No, I'm not. We can argue it. We can argue it. I'm not. No, no. Nah, I don't feel like that's just that's my that's just a hot take. But if there's any semblance of 2013 Danny Green, uh, yeah, they should be in trouble. That's all I'm gonna say. Because if like the only only Raptor that I'm I'm like concerned about is Danny Green because he's been horrible the entire uh, conference finals the entire and like is he's blessed that he didn't get benched 
like completely for Norman Powell. But like everybody who's in the uh, their rotation is confident. Now, what I feel like is going to be the real difference maker for I, I'm gonna say a difference maker for both teams. Um, Ibaka is going to be a huge difference maker for the Raptors. Like he's their X factor in my book. Like not Kyle Lowry, not uh not uh Siakam, but it's going to be Ibaka because since Boogie's not there. You have no really real use for Marc Gasol, and Marc Gasol is going to get torn apart on pick and rolls. He's going to get torn apart in screens because that's that's literally what the this Warriors team currently with no KD, no Boogie. That is this that is the team. They're going to screen you to hell, pick and roll you to hell, and then God forbid Steph gets Marc Gasol, he's going to cook that man. He's going to cook him and either shoot in his face or literally dribble right by him and. Like, that's why, like, I know they probably going to start Bogut. That's the only time I see Marcus all, I should see Marcus all on the court unless he's having a really solid game on both sides of the court. He needs to have a solid game. But I'm playing Ibaka. I'm giving Ibaka closing minutes, especially when uh, they're going to uh, death line up. Um, that's the only time I should see uh like I really don't want to see Marcus Hall on the court much. Like you have to play Ibaka more. Um and then for the Warriors, I think once again this is gonna be another series where Kevin Looney Kavan Looney, I got I gotta say it correct, Kavan Looney is gonna be really big because once again, just in case Nick Nurse wants to be ignorant and just continue to play a little big. The Raptors is still a very good rebounding team. Kawhi is averaging day near a double-double in rebounds on his own. I think he's averaging, I think, eight, nine rebounds. The other night, he had 17 to close out the series. So, like, Kawhi is a good rebounder. Ibaka is a good re- rebounder. Marcus Salk is a solid rebounder. Kyle Lowry can bang with the boards. Um, Like, they have people who can rebound. So, like, I think Kevin Looney is going to have to be, like, a real – Hustle. He needs to have his hustle on point because he's going to he's going to get paid this summer. He's 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 uh I think restricted too, so he's going to get paid. But like he want this is like where you get that where you show that you're worth the bread that you're about to get. So I think Kevin Looney's going to be real important this series for the Warriors because like Bogut is not going to get much run. I like I think Marcus Saul is going to run Bogut off the court easily. Easily, easily. So, um, but yeah, it's going to be a very fun series, um, especially the first two three games. Like, if the Raptors find a way to go up two zero, KD's coming back game three. Whether he's a hundred percent, ninety percent, eighty five, seventy five percent, he's coming back because like that. That's that's when you break the glass in case of emergency. Sorry. But like if it's but the Warriors' best bet in the rap even the Raptors themselves is you wanna you want to be up one one going to Oracle. You want to be up one one going yeah. to Oracle. You want or if you up two oh going to Oracle, beautiful. But if you go up one one, you're not forcing the Warriors to bring KD out sooner than he needs to be. Like you kinda wanna stall KD until game five. Cause then it's more of a desperation. And then if you force them to, because I, I probably feel like Boogie may come back before, um, Boogie may come back for KD. 
that's just me looking at it. Yeah. Boogie may come back before KD, and Boogie. if Boogie comes back, it makes you allows you to keep Marcus All on the court, and Marcus All is gonna lock that nigga up, I believe. So, um, but yeah, it's gonna be a fun series. I don't want to give a number. Like I don't like I'll be sh- honest. I'll be shocked if it goes seven games. I'll be shocked, but. If it do, it's going to be a very exciting Game 7 because Kawhi versus KD in Game 7 is going to be fun, beautiful, amazing. But um, I don't see the, ser- uh, the series going six games either side. Either either side, I don't see it going past six. Um, Yeah, that's just me looking at it. But it's going to be a very – it's going to be an interesting series, especially the first few games. The first three games is going to be very – I feel like it's going to dictate who wins the series. The first three games. That's how I'm gonna look at it. The first three games is gonna dictate who wins. But yeah, so that's all I got. So um let's move on. So let's talk about magic <laughs> for sake. So I wish I we had didn't talk about that. No, that that happened Monday. Like the okay. Monday after we recorded. So Dang. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's really? how I feel so long, but we still yeah. I know. That's how see. That's how news cycle goes. But it's still major news, so we'll talk about it briefly because want to. I want to talk about the All NBA team and defense team. Uh, so, uh, Magic was on first take this on Monday, this past Monday, and pretty much he he said a lot without saying a lot in his own Magic way, and. The main thing that really stood out amongst everything, because he did say a lot, was just the fact that Rob Palenka was the one that was on dirt with him. And Rob Palenka was just out here telling Genie Bus like, Magic is not in the office and stuff like that. Which in itself is hilarious. That is just hilarious in my eyes, because it's just like, Gee, why the hell are you dry snitching, G? Like, what what does that mean? What is that doing you, bro? It's not going to get you the coochie. <laughs> It was one of those, like, it's not going to get you the coochie type situation. Because Magic really trusted Rob Plinka. He hired him. He brought him in with him and said, we're going to fix the Lakers. So it was like, damn. And to me, it's going to hurt the Lakers free agency. But at the same time, this is the perfect opportunity where Rob Plinka has to sit there and be you're going to have to kiss LeBron's ass at this point. You're going to have to kiss LeBron's ass and be like, look. You got to help me, bro. And even then, you probably should be texting Magic and be like, yo, bro, can you at least, like, make me sound good here here a little bit, man? But Magic said a lot, and just to me, it just confirmed what a lot of reports were saying, that it's just too many voices in that organization, which is not the best thing. And that's something, like, an organization like that, like, you're too historical to just have voices that don't mean nothing factor in things that's just what i see like the only people that should matter is whichever bus is running which is genie bus whoever they don't have a basketball operations no more but it should have been magic genie bus rob palinka the coach and lebron should have been those five that who voices matter with lebron being number four and higher in priority over the coach because luke walden who, who who gives a fuck man seriously but those should have been your main voices. And now it's like, and I'm pretty sure Magic has told Genie Bus a few of the things about too many people talking, but now I was about to say something so problematic. So I'm going to 
chill on it. But um, okay. yeah, I'm not trying to get us canceled. So, um, but dang, but yeah, nigga, what the heck? It was gonna be something very where uh, the the women agenda would have got me the hell up out of here for. That's just all I'm gonna say. But okay. um, yeah. So, but anyway, but Jeannie Buzz just needs to get a lock on her ship because the if you fail this off season, if you fail this off season, you gonna have to hold that big time, big time because this is all you got, G. This is your off season right here. Like, like LeBron is out here doing what he got to do. Now the, the the y'all have to literally speak up. Like, yo, things is not as bad as uh freaking Brian Winworth and Stephen A. Smith is trying to tell tell everybody. Like that's on y'all now, G. So like, tighten up your ship. You have goddamn Kurt Rambis out the goddamn building because his opinion shouldn't matter. Like if literally if Kurt Rambis says anything, somebody needs to shut your ass up. Immediately, like straight up, like like Kurt Rambis, you, your claim to fame is getting clothesline. That's your Laker highlight is getting clothesline, bro. Like seriously, like bro, like it's not you didn't make an important shot. Magic probably don't remember pass you the ball to do anything important. Your claim to fame is getting clothesline, G. Trash, G. Trash. So it's claim to fame getting close. Exactly, like that, like come on, G. Like it's so many Lakers greats that have moments, G. Byron Scott has moments, G. Michael Shoot. Michael Thompson has moments, G. Clay Clay's daddy has moments, G. Uh, Michael Cooper G. has moments, G. Niggas, Kobe never passed it to have. Smush Parker has moments. So come on now, G. Like G. literally, like I don't need to. Lamar Odom. On crack. Well, Lamar Odom is probably the most underrated part of those Kobe championship teams. So I'm not going to slander my man's, but he was on crack during that time frame. But <laughs> and he was probably the only player to kind of defy the Kardashian curse while actively playing. So, um, but the fact of it all is like Magic is still very pro Laker off the interview. Like that's I feel like. A point people's forgetting he's sounded very pro Laker. He just wasn't cool he with how Lux was tripping. Like he still said we. He 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 kept saying he has no regrets, but you could tell he felt a little bit bad how he went about the situation in regards to not telling LeBron because you're the one who sat in LeBron's living room and said please be a Laker. You sold him on the vision, so it's like a. But you could tell like he kind of felt like he should have handled that better, but. At the end of the day, like, he said what he said. We moved on. He gave us some sound bites. We got baby magic out of it as well. So, like, I'm not overall mad at it. You can go ahead and say what you got to say. Nah, it's, it, no, I didn't really got nothing to say either. You hear everything in the head. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know what to expect with the agent stuff. So, I might be an minority with the stuff, but I think that just the fact that living in LA and not being a clipper is better. I don't know where the whole oh the Clippers thing is the better destination. I don't know where that came from. Like nigga, it's still the Clippers. It's still the team whose soul is owned by the Warriors no matter what. No matter how many games you win, be you win. I don't like like that whole thing is stupid. 
Um, the Lake Show, Lake Show, like the only how you get, I mean, nobody won't there is because they want to want to play side with Braun. And the only people who don't want to do that is Marquis Agnes. Like, come on. And if Anthony Davis is willing to to the Lakers, shoot, that's all I need to hear that the Lakers not a app. Exactly. Like, seriously. Exactly. But yeah, I don't. At that point, I just can't wait to see how this goes. The fact that we're going to have like a good two, if that week, we just sit here and be like, all right, well, me and you had no business. And after that, it's just straight waiting for basketball. Waiting, yeah. waiting. That June 30th hit different. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Like, when, when is that? Because let's see. It's June 30th or something like that. Yeah. Hold on. We record that day, I think. <laughs> yeah, Dang, that'll be a real? day we'll record. Hold on. Let me make sure because I know they changed the time of when free agency starts. Uh, come on. More news. Hold on. Because I want to make sure I'm being very giving accurate information here because that's what we do here. NBA free agency starts June 30th at 6 p.m., so 5 p.m. Eastern time. So we may at least, by the time we start recording, we'll have probably a major signing, at least. At least. So Somebody took the max. Exactly. Chris Middleton freaking took the max from the damn Boston Celtics. So that would be comical. You think, oh, bro, I will give them niggas bars. But. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about all NBA team. Let's talk about the defense first, because I need to. We need to have a dialogue about that defense team. So, Man, the only thing I'm looking at is freaking Marcus Smart on his third time, right? Cool. If people want to argue for a second, um, nigga, you mean to tell me you'd rather have best shooting guard or the best guard than Clay Thompson or Pat Bev? Oh, are we even Lonzo? Well, Lonzo just didn't yeah, meet the right. game quota. I, understand. I'm, I'm, I know I understand that, but I'm like, nigga, is it really people out here thinking Eric Bledsoe shut niggas down? When I asked the question is on that... Twitter, nobody responded, G. Nobody like, responded. Is he, is he shutting niggas down? Like, I I, I imagine Milwaukee just screams on this. So I just, yeah, I mean, from the ones I've seen, nigga, freaking Eric Bethlow. Like, nigga, I didn't know any strikes in my eye, like, seeing Vaughn, seeing, seeing uh, Kawhi Leonard step there and got darn dissect your team. I'm like, no, it was Eric Bethlow. Like, garbage. Exactly. Like, it's just another nigga came from the Suns. That's all I see that nigga has. Like, I don't see that nigga as something different. He Brandon Knight was. I don't wasn't know what. Like no, he didn't do anything. Called that man Brandon Knight, G. He, he didn't do anything, bro. I don't. I don't. He was the last person I thought of. I didn't even know he was in the conversation. Me I'm pretty sure G. the conversation. I thought the conversation was just if Clay's going to get it over such and such. I, I like I'll say this right now. Marcus Smart meant something to that Boston team. 
even with him coming back early from that injury stuff, he meant something. Mm-hmm. No, it's other people who didn't mean anything when it came down. And Eric Bledsoe was one of them. Literally meant nothing when it came down. Just, just another L. I don't know. It, it's, it's crazy because you, they, people lost money. Clay lost money. I think for both sides, yeah. that just shows how underappreciated. Like people talk, it was, I don't give. I want to hear your takes on it. Yeah, with the defense team, like the de- the first, the f- the first all defensive team. My only problem is honestly just Eric Bledsoe. G. Like, yeah, like it, I, like G. When I saw that, I just like who who. Who? Who? Like, all the niggas that voted for him. What are you talking about? It's your goofy ass, somebody else. <laughs> Just straight goofy, bro. Like, gee. So, like, I, I just don't get it. But, like, when you look at the second team, like, in terms of just guards alone, Drew Holiday and Clay Thompson easily better defenders than Eric Bledsoe. Easily. Easily. And then, like, the fact that Patrick Beverly's not in it, G, is just disrespectful, G. Like, Wait, Pat Beverly ain't no third team? They don't do third team. It's for all defenses is first and second. So, My but, bad. um, but yeah, like, I feel like it's just disrespectful as hell, G. Like, that's, that's just my main gripe with it. And then even I can argue that Giannis isn't wasn't like it uh, he's defense player so i can't sit there and say he can't but like was he a way better defender than Kawhi? yeah you know that's that's my thing so it's just like certain people you can flip-flop like they got like nine of the ten players all the nine of the ten players deserve on there it's just certain people i would just flip around like marcus smart i feel like it's guaranteed should be the first team guard like that nigga did what he had to yeah. do, and he stopped flopping. He stopped flopping, so I give him credit for that. Yeah. It's just when I see that man he on was, offense, him and Al Horford was the defense. Yeah, agreed. And then, like, like this just also shows how much the front court has improved because, like, the front court was given to Giannis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid, Draymond, and Kawhi. Al Horford, any other year, probably would have made it. <laughs> So, because, like, he made it last year and the year before. So, but, yeah. So, yeah, with defense, I feel like my only gripe is Eric Bledsoe, G. Like, I feel like nine nine of the ten are right. That that other guy should have been Eric Bled. I mean, Pat Bev. And then, like, if you wanted yeah. to. And then you could just throw Clay into first team. And well, throw wait, Pat who, Bev is the, who is the center for the second team? Joel Embiid. Did you think Joel Embiid had what? He probably didn't make game. Like, Embiid is really the heart of soul of their defense. Like, you you may not always see it, but he has a huge effect on that team. No, I I agree. Yeah, I'm making an argument better than what's it called at the gym. Like, you saying put him? Was he better than Rudy? It's like with Rudy Gobert, it's just the fact that 
he eats sleepish defense. But to say it's during the regular season, key part of it all is during the regular season. Come playoff time, it's like, <laughs> gee, that bed is clearly come on now. So, and this is a regular season award, so it's like nobody plays harder defense in the regular season as a big than Rudy Gobert. So, I can't give him problems for that. Shoot, he's 89 on 2K because he plays good defense. So, like, any like. Me, mm, Mm-mm-mm-mm. And they can't even hit a hook shot. I just, that goes. <laughs> yeah, can't even hook shot. He's over certain people. Mm. But yeah, so uh, then let's look at the All NBA team. So first team: uh, Giannis, Paul George, Jokic, James Harden, Steph. Um. I, me myself, I honestly don't have problems. I I would probably switch nah. Embiid for Jokic, but Jokic. Nah, nah, Jokic. Jokic is the reason. Yeah, too. that's what I was saying. Like that team was second in the West. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> second team was KD, Kawhi, uh, Embiid, Dame, and Kyrie. Then third team was uh Blake Griffin, LeBron, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Russ, uh. Russ and Kimba. So, I'll let you go first. Okay, so this is the thing. Paul George shouldn't be KD. I don't care how much of a good year he had. You can say the thing with Braun with injuries. That's the reason he on third team. Cool. We don't have to argue about that. There's no and not that KD is less than. Even in a season where he didn't average that many, there's no one in the universe where in the universe where KD should be second team under it's stupid that thing is extremely stupid like defense I don't care you can do a bad position the all team thing does like one is hurting people contracts right like you can argue the cat thing cat cat butt cheeks do we would Turned kind of later. You argue that, right? Cool. You argue cat. Not talking about cat. Kill walk is no way they're better than Clay. Okay, there's a difference. It is a big difference between also also Kim Walker not better than. But there's a big difference between people with certain possessions. It's literally Kimball or Bust Ness. Clay is a third option. Clay has went final five years. Whoa. Like Clay other than other than KD and Kawhi. Clay Thompson is the marquee free agent. He's over Kyrie in my opinion. Because Kyrie can't do what Clay does. Is Kyrie a better player? Yes, because he's way better closer. But in terms of just, you know what? I need to get our team hot off of just straight shooting. Clay Thompson. There's a game six and we're down by 15. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is way better than Kim. Better than Bradley Bill. Like, one, also, I don't think Butler made the. Either way, he was the. I don't know. Like, I don't know why Kimba literally made that. 
I mean, not first team. I mean, the RLB is not top 15. Kimba's great, but he's he's not. He's not. He don't move the needle. Like, we, we look back in history. And say, for instance, we 20 years from now, we'll look back at the 2018 19 all NBA team. And we see a nigga named Kimba Walker get out of who couldn't get Charlotte playoffs for 10 years. See that nigga on the goddamn mat. How we gonna feel that he got over most of you? He got over a five time champion. He got over Bradley Bill. He got at the, like, no, like, no. No. It's stupid. It's retarded and redundant. Rudy Gobert is garbage. He can't hit a headshot on 2K. He did nothing against James Harden. I don't care about, like, defense is something I really can care about. I mean, I can care less about whether advanced mm-hmm. stats. Like, I need to know only one advanced stats I care about that defense, like the per-possession stuff, right? This dude only affected these many possessions when this guy was guarding. But all that, even when he was around that, that mumbo-jumbo, like, where you go, Bird, don't threaten me. Okay, All-NBA, all right, he's a fantastic goddamn defender, right? I said he was the best defender in the league, which he's not, which he's probably on the top five in, if that. That's it. An All-NBA player should be the best all-around players in the league. You mean to tell me that you pick a Rudy Gobert Towns in any situation? I don't care if AD only played 15 games. Man, tell me you pick him over AD? Hell no. AD would have been in if if AD would have made it solely off just simple fact that he played enough games. You mean to tell me you pick? Would you pick that nigga over Draymond? Hell no. So why is he there? I I don't know. I just I I I feel like I like I feel like that was. AD spot, he just meet, didn't meet the game quota. Like I, I think it's a quota for a certain amount of games you got to make, and he just that's that and like literally that's like I hear your Kimba thing, but like I'm not mad at Kimba, and I'm not mad at it either. It's just like and I get your Clay Thompson point, and while you was talking, I had to. I, Chris Bosh came to mind, and because he was a third option on. <laughs> On a very dominant team, and Chris Bosh only honestly has one All NBA, which is in my book. I can't tell you how disgusted I am. I'm disgusted with it right now. <laughs> I'm disgusted with it. To be quite honest with you, it just shows the media really don't know what the fuck's going on, bro. Niggas gave Dwayne away just because he probably Miami. Yeah, but like, like so, I'm not. I get why Clay didn't get it because, like, you're the third option, and unless like, and yes, he still averages dang near twenty, and at times he can look like the best player on the court, uh, depending on the night or even like for at least a stretch of time. So, but it's just like it's one of those situations where it's just like it's one of those situations where it's like if Clay was if KD was never there, Clay would get the love that he would get. And it's like Chris Bosh. Like, Chris Bosh is no matter what a Hall of Famer 
just he was a Hall of Fame off his Raptors career. And I feel that's an underrated Raptor we don't talk about enough, but um but like he's just like he's the Chris Bosch of the situation where it's just like we know Steph and KD. And then it's like but we never seen Clay be like we seen Clay be number two option, but it was always more guards in terms of like, okay, who's more deserving, if you get my point. And then you become the third option and it's just like the fuck. And then Boogie gets there and it's like you're three or four, depending on the night. So I just feel like that hurt his case. Especially and then it's just like you gotta remember this is an extremely guard heavy league too, which makes makes it tough. But for my point on Chris Bosch, Chris Bosch should not have one all NBA appearance in his second team. Like don't like and like Dirk around that time frame, yeah, it's automatic one and then Tim Duncan. But like you telling me you couldn't vote Chris Bosch to be like third team every other season at least. Gasol was listed as center. But at the same time when Andrew Bynum big fat ass got there, he he was listed in that situation too. So yeah, so but it is what it is when it comes to that. Like the, once we get our at least like this is one thing I would just say it proves that the media that they just need to get a lot of the media really don't know who who these players are and like what they do because that just proves they just vote for people sometimes just off name or just try to be different. And I just don't like also, that. Like that's just goofy. Also, uh, please please take that guy. You get thirty three million if you can. All team is so hard to get into itself. Especially like if you're a guard. You're a guard. Like I I think about how many didn't nah, that's amazing. But yeah, like that. Yeah. Wait, what was Chris Middleton's stat? For the season or just the playoffs? Playoffs are garbage. So what regular season or like I'm like what? Yeah, what, regular. Let me see. Right here. Chris Middleton stats. Come on, need give me basketball reference. This season, Chris Middleton had average eighteen point three six rebounds I'm and not. four assists. Say it, father. You said what? I was going to say Chris Middleton is team in the East, but he ain't getting that. Man, mm. That's just weird. It's like Kimba got it off of Petty. Like, here you go. Chief. Kimba. Yeah, but let's move on to wrestling. So, um, let's. Do we want double or nothing last? No. I don't think anything happened. Yeah, like the only really exciting thing that happened in WWE this week was okay, uh, Brock Lesnar with the uh, briefcase is golden, golden. Oh, yes. Like yes. that is golden. So shout out to them, and uh, hopefully he doesn't pick Kofi. But I feel like now that he's uh, fighting Dolph uh, at Super Showdown, um, it's. Pretty much, because they said Brock's supposed to pick who he, uh, he faces on Monday. So, 
hopefully by the time we have this episode by the time you guys uh hear it monday before but either way but uh brock picks who he, uh who he's gonna pick on monday i would hate for him to waste it on uh, a super showdown event like i just i would just want brock to just pop up and just do the shit honestly like that would just be yeah, my preference but I'll, brock she's gonna make it pointless unless brock will lose it and i'm okay with that me too definitely but um because if he just does it in the unhealed way, which is just pop up, it's going to be weird, honestly. That's just me because I just don't feel right with heels just saying, oh, yeah, I'm just do it regular. Like, no, it, it just don't sit right with me. It just it's it goes against like what being a heel is. But Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar. He doesn't have a face or heel title. He's Brock Lesnar. So, but yeah, and then uh, the 24-7 belt was announced. I'm glad it's just the belt in itself is ugly. I like the concept. Our yeah, truth being the face of it makes it work because our truth is our truth, and he remixed Old Town Road with the belt in hand. Shout out to Titus O'Neil being the inaugural champion. That's true. So shout out to the belt also having two other first three owners being uh-huh. black. So that's a W in itself. So. Shout out to WWE pissing off uh, Lars Sullivan even more. But yeah, that's really all that really happened. Nothing really major happened. There was some decent matches. Like uh, SmackDown had Ali versus Andrade was a really good match. That was a really Raw dope had, match. Huh? Raw had uh, Raw had uh, the Usos versus. Oh, yeah, the Usos versus Revival was really good. Yeah. And bro, was, my God. Revival. WWE. Do not lose the revival. Please. 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 That's all. If you put Chopper and Gargano back together, I don't see there another. Like, my God. Agreed. In terms of the love watching tag team wrestling, they got your revival. Special. Special. Mm hmm. Alright, but uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's really it. Like nothing major happened. Um, oh, and be prepared for Sam Man versus Reigns probably next. Back to muscle. Why? I don't want to see that. Like I get you want to keep Roman Reigns away from Kofi, but Shane McMahon. There's other people you can do that. You can have him go against Brian or something. You know, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. And, well, they need Dan Brian to stripping up that tag division, so I'm not upset. So. This is awesome. Exactly. Yeah. So, and Daniel Bryan is in GOAT talk, so we have to... They got to use the GOAT where necessary. So, I'm not really tripping about it. But, um, let's go ahead and talk about Double or Nothing. So, I pretty much watch, I would say... 60% of the stream because it just kept going in and yeah. out. So, if you watch 60, uh, yeah, you was probably like a lot less than me. But, um, let me see if I can find the results. But, not not, even but let me just talk about now. You just talk about it generally. So, overall, like, I'm not like I expected good matches, 
Like I feel like nowadays, especially with indie wrestlers, like most that's all they eat, sleep, wrestling. So it's like I feel like it's not necessarily really a lot of bad wrestlers, and then especially in a what what a the agenda that AEW is pushing is they are wrestlers and not as WWE like to coin entertainers. So of course you're gonna have some of the best workers in a company, and I mean in the whole freaking uh industry working for you that's not part of wwe so like for me like i'm expecting good matches from mostly everything and like that's what happened a lot of good matches like the only like and and just and that's just me looking at in just terms of matches because like most of these matches had nothing to really go for in terms of like no belts were on the line no really storylines it's just here's some wrestling they're gonna go at it my only problem was just some of the matches went on longer than I would prefer. Like, like one match, uh, the like the tag team match with the Young Bucks and the uh, Lucha Bros. For one, that's the first time I ever seen Lucha Bros go. Them niggas can go. They can nah, go. Them, them, bro. Them niggas, Lucha Bros, and the goddamn Young. They put on a show. So- Freaking good! Yeah, they're just so freaking. I look. I don't like Cody. I don't like Cody. I think Kenny Omega is overrated. The Young Bucks are just so good. Them niggas, they they just fluent wrestling. Super kicks and the whole just everything. Like they're very good. Yeah, agree. Like. Like that match was fire, and like my and like and like the only thing I could really say negative was the match was just like most of them tag team moves look like finishing moves. So it was just like when I think the match is over, they'll go a whole another ten minutes, and it'd just be like, damn, okay. So it's like it was hard for me to really know what was going to be the finish of the match because I don't know neither team's finishing moves. Like the Young Bucks, I don't think they ever had a legit finishing move. Even at TNA, <laughs> they finished matches in a different way every week. And that was my introduction to the Young Bucks. So, and if I don't remember what they finished the moves back then, then it's like, I damn won't know now. So, but that, that was honestly my match of the night. That, that was the most entertaining match to me. Um, But yeah, like, like I really have much of a problem with the matches. Like they just went on longer than they needed to be. And, and I was like the one main match that had consequences to it because it was for a belt. And I was the uh, Mexican tag team titles because the AAA, Triple yeah, A is Mexico, yeah. So like that was for the the Mexico uh, tag team belts and whatever federation that is. Uh, and then the Battle Royal, like when they threw Hangman Page in there, I'm not surprised. I knew where that was going to go, and that, and that's one of their boys. So it was like he he's going to get that push. It was just the fact Ty Dillinger getting eliminated by a man that got no legs. Once again, proves he's all right, but he's not real. He's all right, but he's not real. He's all right, but he's not real. Cause if you was going to freaking job, you could have stayed your ass in WWE and did it for more money. Seriously, like if you was going to job, you could have stayed in WWE and did it for more money. Like it makes no sense. Like if I'm a job, I'm job on national TV to freaking Braun Strowman and get paid freaking fifty k showing up that's just me but um 
But I'm not surprised Hangman Page won. Uh, the but, and then oh, the, like honestly, the worst match in the card was the Cody uh Cody Rhodes Goldust match. Don't let nobody like, don't let nobody hate. I don't honestly. I fuck. think the main event. Like the main uh, event wasn't bad. It was just it was just uh, the, the sight of uh, out of shape Chris Jericho made that match just like. Come on. Okay, niggas say Kenny Omega is the best wrestler. Nothing in that match. Yeah. All I heard was God darn. Rainmaker, Rainmakers, bro. That's it. I come on. AJ Styles would at least gave you God uh, Springboard four fifty. Like it also says a lot how good AJ Styles is because he's older. I think than both of them. I think Chris Jericho is a little bit older than AJ, but he's older than Kenny Omega, and he still puts on quality matches. Like he just never looks washed. Like Kenny Omega, I seen Kenny Omega in his prime. He's good. He, to me, he's not as great, but he's good. Top ten, not ever, but like in, in terms world. of active world, in the world, yeah, I would say top yeah, ten. Probably, a lot of them niggas. Anyway, that's yeah, top ten. If you want to put the entertainment side with it, definitely. Oh yeah, no. If you want to just put pure wrestling. Yeah, that's why I'm Seven, basing off of five. top ten, like in soul wrestling, like just entertainment. Like, I can't. yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the other AJ guy? Adam? No, Adam. You can't count. Gargano. Um, uh, I think Gargano. AJ has to. Seth has to because the Universal Champion. Would that make Gargano like free? Cause this Gargano is just freak, and like every freaking thing. He- mm-hmm. And you got put. I feel like you still got to put Dan Bryan in there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dan Bryan. Dan Bryan in there still. This it's just that Dan Bryan. He has literally coming back to the scene. That dude, he felt like he doesn't miss a beat either. And then him and AJ. Finally, we get a match with AJ Styles and Money in the Bank. We finally get a match with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. I mean. Like, usually AJ Styles matches be like, we might overrate this match before it come out, but we finally got a good one. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're about to close, so I, let me just say this. AEW was cool. D'Ambrose got a pop that I absolutely love. That's what lasted me. Like, D'Ambrose mm-hmm. in that pop. Amazing. The, the rest of the pages are getting really canceled. I'm about to just unfollow a couple of them on Facebook. They're getting real canceled. Um, with the whole the WWE versus AEW stuff, which is it's not a thing. as big as the fans go. It's as big as the fans go. I honestly tell you right now, this might be neglected of me, but if I'm this man and they say these AEW, I just got a goddamn TV deal. I will laugh monthly. Um, what's, what's another? Uh, but yeah, I, I think it was cool. That was great. I kind of want to talk about the uh, NXT takeover that's happening Saturday, twenty-five. So if you want to get your last thoughts about, that yeah, one, like but. my final thoughts, like it, like I said, it was a solid pay-per-view. Um, it's just without having a lot, like a weekly or even like something to like give fans to like, like okay, let's just say you sold a like a casual. Because, like, me, I'm an indie casual. 
Like, I know most of the main indie stars out there that's not WWE, but, like, I'm not about to use my point that we argued about yesterday, but, like, let's just say you sold a casual. Like, somebody who's a huge WWE stand, like, okay, let me check this out, see what the hype is and all of that. Yeah. You sold a casual. Okay, now you know Hangman Page and Chris Jericho's fighting for the belt in August. So what am I about? To, what do I have to look forward to? How are you going to continue building this up and all of that between now May twenty sixth to August? That's- yeah, they rely. They rely a lot on people knowing who the people that they get. Exactly. Yeah, they, they rely a lot. On- yeah, like you, you won't have the smart that, crowd, that, but on TV, that that on TV is going to be hard to to portray because at that point you're going to have people people going to tune in immediately um, just because you're going to be on TNT, which is I hope they don't have Thursday nights. Like I think they're going to get somebody recommended Saturdays for them. Saturday. Somebody recommended like it's not like that's the setup, but like Saturdays will be best. I think it'll be a Wednesday. No, they run into NXT Friday there. I don't think no, SmackDown is going to be on Friday. Yeah, I don't think SmackDown is going to be on Friday on Fox. No, they say they it's going to be Friday. SmackDown, SmackDown is live, though. Yeah, and but they're going to just WWE go live on Fridays. Always, WWE always just do SmackDown after Raw Tuesday. Fox said Friday, G. Always. But Fox is and, this look, literally a done deal that's Friday on Fox. Well. Well, if it's not live, that's kind of better, too. No, it's going to be live, too. Oh, well, look, bro. bro. Gee, it, they got Fox money, G. That's not a problem for them, G. I'm just no, I'm not it. saying it's a problem. It's just for wrestlers getting the two things out the way, getting the two main shows out the way was kind of better for WWE wrestlers. They're for fans who don't want to watch wrestling almost every day of the week. That's true as well, but it was going to happen eventually, but... Yeah, like that's why I think Saturday will be best for them. So like, mm-hmm. like it's gonna be recorded. So like, I doubt that if they if they go live, you're risking a lot because like the production of just the pay per view and alone could have been a lot better. But um, so like you you need to make sure uh you get yourself settled, recorded your digs before anything. But like I see the potential, I definitely yeah, see I it. Too. It's just you. I. It's just like I feel like this should have been more like a showcase instead of like trying they to build up storylines. Yeah, but like the good effort, and they gotta hold that air with putting Cody Rhodes uh, against Gold Dust. Nobody wants to see that shit. But um, but yeah, uh, NXT uh, Takeover like that. This is this card is beautiful. <laughs> Like this this card is beautiful. Let me pull it up just so I make sure I'm not missing nothing. All right, so NXT 25. So uh, main event. Well, not only let's let's go from the bottom, bro. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Money. That's gonna be a good match. Money. This great paper. What's next? Um, undisputed era. Street Profits, Forgotten Sons, Oni Larkin, and Danny Burch for the uh, NXT Tag Team Champs Championship. In the what? In the what, though? It's a ladder match, my nigga. Oh, yeah, my fault. And it's a ladder match. 
Niggas gonna die. Niggas gonna die. And then we get the GOAT in my eyes. Velvet Team Dream versus Tyler Breeze. It's gonna be that's gonna be okay match. Yeah, it's gonna be okay match. Tyler Breeze. Exactly. It's just they had I, they just have nobody else to give to Velvet Team right now. So it was like that's an L in itself. Ooh. That's disrespectful to Velveteen at that. So, <laughs> but uh, it'll be a solid match. Like Dream Velveteen is going to sell it to be a better match than it needs to be. That's what makes them great to me. So that'd be interesting itself. And then we have future 205 live champion Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai for the women's belt. Please, God. I think Shayna probably wins, bro. I'm freaking tired. Io Shirai don't speak that good of English. I know. I'm just tired, G. I am tired, G. I'm tired of Shayna Baszler, G. It's going to be like that. Yo, if. Io Shirai wins this belt. It would be, I don't know, it would be three Japanese champions. God darn. Three? Yeah, it'd be three Japanese, yeah. Asuka. Oh, in terms uh, of just who won it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It would be three. That's crazy. Yeah. But there. They quote unquote don't push Japanese star. Well, mm. women they do to extent. Well, Triple H does. Let's put it this way: Triple H does. This is man to Oscar, extent. Oscar Oscar won a Royal Rumble had a title. That's why I said Vince McMahon to extent. I said there's some people in the WWE that never even touch both. Besides Jinder, he gets he gets. <laughs> and the only reason Vince McMahon calls him up is because. That nigga screamed ten, cause that nigga was a job in NXT too. So that's just I'm just like I don't know why people right mm-hmm. now south out that he was uh, amazing. He, he was a job in NXT. He became a job on the main roster. He got knocked out of the battle royale when no uh, play. The only redeeming thing about Ty Dillinger is the fact that he got paid much. Pretty much. And honestly, like. She has to wake up next to a nigga that got kicked and eliminated by a man with no legs. God says, man. You gotta hold that, G. You you have to hold that. Like it's no amount of love making that can save you from that. That's all I'm gonna say. And then the main event, NXT Championship, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. I can't wait. No, yeah, I can't wait. Oh, I can't watch you. <laughs> like I already it's said, like the last match in the last takeover was like one of the best matches I've ever seen. This has potential to literally be the second greatest match I've ever seen, G. They're gonna put on the show. Yeah, they're gonna put on the show. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, this and when is it again? Let me make sure. I think it's this Saturday. Oh, yep, yep, June first. 
Dang, Miles Prom better uh, send out better be quick if that's the case, G. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah, because if not, gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be me in traffic. Definitely concerns me a little bit. You know what I mean? But you know, I, I packed that thing too. So you come around this way, you will get caught. Just letting people know in Chicago on June first after uh me and Daytra leave uh 79th and Western. Be out my way. It'll be quite concerning while I look at that traffic. But I'll clap you niggas, G. But but yeah, so like I'm definitely looking for the NXT takeover. Like it's gonna be damn, they really had twenty five of these joints, G. But like I feel like this is gonna be a, probably one of the best ones. Yeah, they go more for the books. Yeah, so I wish somewhere around. You said what? I wish Tomato Champa was somewhere around. Yeah. But he ain't gonna be back for a decent minute, unfortunately. But uh, unless unless he went to a very A one preacher that had the <laughs> like the greatest anointed healing ability, G. Woo. Yeah. And he comes back like nothing never happened, I'm like, hey. No, go upstairs, man. Go. 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 <sighs> go. That's it. That's, yeah, that's it. it for this week. So we appreciate you guys for listening. All our SoundCloud, our brand new uh, Spotify listenership. Appreciate you guys for listening. Please, please, please continue to support. Continue to share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you rock with us, let a friend know. So they can let a friend know. And they let more people know. And all that. And not just fr- friends, but family as well, G. Like, put us on, G. Because, like, literally, we want to grow. Like, that's the goal of it all is to grow. But uh, make sure you do follow us on uh, No Chill Media on both SoundCloud and Spotify. Uh, follow our Twitter page at 3s from the ring. 3s from the ring. And then, uh, of course, follow the uh, the uh no chill page no chill media page on facebook as well so but of course this is your boy chris j and i'm letting you guys know peace